Hi, I'm Mike Snyder. You may have heard me on Back to the Futurama and Good Morning Greendale. On this podcast, I've brought my own soapbox, and I want to talk about things that I find interesting. Today, I'll be talking about podcasts. Yes, I'm taking an episode of my vanity podcast to talk about podcasts. As you can probably tell, I like podcasts quite a bit. Not only am I a listener, I've hosted on multiple podcasts and guested on additional ones. But before I get into my history with podcasts, let's look at podcasting in general. Let's get this off the bat first. Podcasts, like the one you're listening to right now, are audio files that contain spoken word, as you can probably tell by the fact that I'm speaking to you right now. Generally, you can download the MP3 files directly, or use a podcatcher to subscribe to podcasts and get every episode as it's released, which I can only assume is what you're doing right now to listen to this, right? There are a ton of different podcatchers that you can use. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, the list goes on. They're all easily downloadable on a smartphone, and usually you can use those apps to find podcasts as well. As a reminder, if you've liked what you've heard so far, go ahead, subscribe to this podcast. Podcasts run off of a computer format called RSS feeds, which stands for Really Simple Syndication. If you've used the dearly departed Google Reader or other RSS readers, like for instance Newsblur, my favorite, to keep on top of websites, it's the same concept. When a podcast feed or website is updated, the RSS feed updates with the new content. Anything subscribed to that RSS feed checks it periodically, and when it finds new information, it aggregates it. For RSS readers for websites, it shows the new article to the user in the UI, or it says, hey, there's a link to it. Podcatchers usually download the audio file and allow someone to play it on demand, as well as offering features such as skipping forward and backward, speeding up or slowing down the podcast, or trimming silence, among other features. The RSS feed for podcasting was proposed by Tristan Lewis and implemented by Dave Weiner in 2000. As Make Use Of indicates, arguably the first podcast was launched in September 2003. The podcast hit the mainstream when Apple added a podcast section to their iTunes store, which drew a lot of people to the new medium. Since then, there have been a lot of questions about podcasting, mostly about how to make them relevant to capitalism, how do we make money off of this? A lot of podcasts had advertisements for online services, some podcasts are from an established voice like NPR or ESPN, and others get money from their listeners via services like Ko-fi and Patreon. Full disclosure here, I am a podcaster that has a Patreon and accepts money for Good Morning Greendale, shared with my co-host Ben. Meanwhile, companies have staked a claim in podcasting, most specifically Spotify, who plan to spend a half billion dollars, according to CNN Business in February 2019, in order to start to chip away at Apple's dominance in the space. They purchase Anchor, an application to easily make a podcast, and Gimlet, a podcasting company. Either way, CNN Business also indicates that ad revenues in podcasting are minuscule when compared to radio and television. 
Regardless of the difficulties in monetizing podcasts, in 2019, Edison Research indicated that 51% of all Americans 12 and older have listened to a podcast, with 22% listening to podcasts in the last week. This estimates that 90 million Americans have listened to a podcast in the last month. As NPR indicates, there is a distinct feeling of intimacy between a podcast listener and the host of a podcast. Unfortunately, it's often a one-way street. The best illustration of this to me is a meme of a boy sitting next to an advertisement for ice cream that has three women talking to one another, laughing and eating the ice cream. He is also sitting next to it, eating the ice cream and laughing, but since the three women are not actually there, his laughter will go unheard. There is a flip side to that intimacy as well, though. Podcasters and podcast listeners are quite good at building communities. In my personal experience, Back to the Futurama, a podcast I co-hosted, was just something silly I did with my friend on Tuesday nights. Then we started getting people interacting with our Twitter account. A fan of ours named Superfan Laura created a fan group for our podcast on Facebook, and then we started a Patreon. In that Patreon, we offer a Discord that we use to chat with our fans. We have live streams with interactions and inside jokes based on what people are saying in the chat, which is very much like any other live stream with audience participation on things like Twitch. Additionally, I'm part of multiple Facebook groups around other podcasts that I personally love and have interacted with them as either creators post in the group or other members of the group post interesting links that have something to do with that podcast's subject matter, like serial discussions in the fan group for The Empty Bowl, a meditative podcast about serial. As for my history with podcasts, I started listening to a show from Polygon called The Besties when it started in 2012. I enjoyed the week-by-week discussion of new video games, especially the second episode, where they determined the game of the week was SSX, because if, for instance, your father had played SSX before he died, you can use the asynchronous multiplayer to play with a recorded version of him, and he will live forever in the context of the game. I know, I listened to some wild choices for podcasts. From there, I noticed that two of the hosts of the Besties were Justin and Griffin McElroy, who had a podcast with their third brother, Travis McElroy, which was called My Brother, My Brother and Me, Mabim Bam for short. This opened the podcasting world to me, as pretty much all of my podcast listening habits spanned out from them and the podcast network they are part of. I now listen to far too many podcasts and have a backlog of thousands of episodes I need to listen to, which most of them are at least 30 minutes long, if not an hour. Finally, I have a Sisyphean task that I will never be able to accomplish. Hell, this podcast is going to help because I'm adding my own podcasts in my never-ending backlog. When I moved to Portland and started finding friends, I met a guy named Ben through a mutual friend. As we got to know each other, he said that a friend of his from his hometown in Colorado was interested in starting a podcast about sandwiches. I told him, hey, I'd be interested in guessing on that. Let's be honest, sandwiches rule. I have a lot of opinions about them. He'd bought a lot of equipment to do a podcast, and he seemed like he's super into it. Unfortunately, his friends didn't really continue on in the project, so Ben had all of this equipment and no podcast to do. As I'd been listening to podcasts for years at this point, I suggested maybe we could do a podcast. I like to think of myself as a kind of funny and definitely goofy guy, so I figured it was maybe something worth trying out. As we determined what things we both liked that would be a good podcast idea, we decided to start off with a show that was near and dear to both of us, Futurama. 
That led directly into us making Back to the Futurama together, and the rest is history on that front. If you haven't already, give it a listen. I promise it's a good time. And there's an episode in there where I forget the word outfit, and instead coined the term shirt pants situation, which continues to be a joke within my group of friends. As fledgling indie podcasters, we attended PodCon and PodCon 2, and met other indie podcasters, like Aaron and James from, at that time, Unabashedly Obsessed, Mike and Tiffany from Stool Pigeons, and Elizabeth from Your Fave is Problematic, who have become good friends in the time since. Links to their shows are in the show notes. I'd never been to a fan convention before, but when the McElroys, the Green Brothers, and the Welcome to Night Vale folks started PodCon, I was all about heading up there. I found new podcasts to follow, discussions about important and difficult things about podcasting like copyright, audio quality, writing, producing fictional podcasts, and making sure how to build an inclusive community around your podcast. When it was announced that PodCon 2 was the last PodCon, it was a very sad moment. I'd really enjoyed the camaraderie with other people doing something I was doing, and learning from podcasters who had been plying the trade and have made mistakes that they wanted other people to learn from. Podcasts to me are special, not only because I'm part of the movement, but even before I was part of making these podcasts, I was a fan. As someone who has listened to sports radio, and someone who knows how ridiculous that sports radio can get, I'm a huge fan of people talking about things they really care about. Whether that's making jokes about a silly television show, talking in depth about sports, or effectively performing a radio play. Podcasting has taken that mantle from radio, and there's so much variety out there in podcasting. There are big podcasts like Serial, but then there are so many smaller podcasts available. The best part of podcasting is that if you download Audacity, you probably have almost everything you need to get started. While the audio quality of a laptop's microphone isn't great, it'll still do the job of recording audio. You can put as much money into the audio equipment and studio as you feel is necessary and put out whatever you want. For instance, I'm recording this in my house's guest bedroom on a $60 microphone. As long as you take some precautions, trying to make sure your room is as quiet as possible with no interruptions, and doing some editing after recording, any podcast made will be just fine. On Back to the Futurama and Good Morning Greendale, we've often joked that the podcast police is going to come for us when we're making a weird joke, but there's nothing of the sort. You can make your own voice heard, whether you want to do a minute-by-minute podcast about a movie, which I have considered about Weird Al Yankovic's UHF, a deep dive into a television show, as I've done with Back to the Futurama and Good Morning Greendale, or write and perform a 15-minute soliloquy about things you like, as I've done here. Thank you for listening to I Brought My Own Soapbox. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. If you have a moment, subscribe in your podcast app of choice and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. If you'd like to suggest things for me to talk about or offer your own thoughts, you can tweet at the show at my own soapbox pod or email me at my own soapbox pod at gmail.com. Thank you to James Anderson for the name of this podcast. You can find him at, on Twitter at unabashed James. Thank you for creative John for the cover art. You can find his works on dribble and contact him via Reddit and email via links in the show notes. The intro and outro music is Something Elated by Broke for Free. A link to the song on the free music archive and the link to the license can be found in the show notes. The music under my monologue is Deep Relaxation Preview by Kevin McLeod. A link to the song at Incompetech and a link to the license can be found in the show notes. Also in the show notes are links to research I've done. Have a good day. <laughs>